This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got a uh, great show lined up for you here this morning. A pretty big lineup here on this uh, Thursday morning, February 23rd. Uh, of course, today is Thursday, uh, so coming up in the 9 o'clock hour later on, we've got Speaker of the House Matt Regeer uh, going to join us here for our weekly legislative update from the Montana Capitol in Helena. He's, of course, a, a state representative out of Kalispell, out of the Flathead Valley, so uh, looking forward to our weekly update and uh, Usually he's able to stick around for a few minutes uh, so that we're, we're able to sneak in some of your phone calls during that conversation as well. Uh, second half of the program, we'll open up the phone lines uh, later on that 9 o'clock hour. And then also uh, our friend Aaron Brown uh, from Brett's RV and Marine is going to drop by. You know, they got their big RV and boat show going on right now. And uh, I'm always excited to hear, all right, what are the, what are not only some of the latest features, that are available in some of these uh, some of these new campers that are out. But what are some of the other you know fun little uh, new toys uh, that they're rolling out as well? I, I was at the show a couple years ago, and uh, that's when I saw that they were they were featuring these uh, griddle these griddle grills uh, that you could have for your for your you know uh, your camper cooktop on the outside of the camper. And I was like, oh man, I need one of those. So then I I got one installed, and uh, even though I'd already had a camper, I went to the RV and boat show just so I could see what some you know some of the new features were and uh, got a new feature on my own camper so uh, anyway always great to catch up with Aaron Brown he's going to drop in uh, briefly in the nine o'clock hour as well later this hour of the show uh, Christine Grow is going to join us you know one of the things uh that uh, liberal senator john tester and joe biden have been doing we've talked a lot about inflation and energy prices grocery store prices uh all of these train wrecks that are taking place under under uh the biden administration well uh john tester and joe biden are also uh, looking uh, to uh, weaken your health care options, especially if you are a senior citizen. Uh, so we're going to talk with Christine Grow. She is a spokesperson for the Coalition for Medicare Choices. Uh, that'll be coming up here later this hour of the show. Uh, and the World Economic Forum. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the World Economic Forum when the globalists were gathering in Davos earlier this year. Uh, well, thanks to our friends at Fox News Radio, we got a guest who's going to join us uh, coming up here uh, right after our 8.20 break this morning uh, who talked about a, a dire prediction that the globalists at the World Economic Forum themselves issued. A catastrophic mutating event will strike the world in two years. They're talking about this from a cybersecurity standpoint. So anyway, we've got a cybersecurity analyst, Jonathan Taylor, who's going to join us in a few minutes, thanks to our friends at Fox News Radio. So uh, that being said, you got the lineup for the rest of the morning. Why don't we uh, open up the phone lines for the first uh, segment of the show here this morning? If you've got something you want to talk about, 406 294 or you can send us a quick message on the Montana Talks app, and we'll uh, we'll do a little bit of a lightning round here right after uh, this uh, this first break here. Two nine four zero nine seventy. Lots to talk about, and uh, and we'll break out the air raid sirens for our friends in Paradise Valley. Reporting from the Montana Legislature, I'm Eleanor Smith. 
Abortions are covered under Montana Medicaid in cases of life endangerment, assault, or medical emergency. A bill moving through the Montana House of Representatives would dictate what could classify as a medical emergency and when Montanans could use Medicaid to cover abortions. Republican Representative Jane Gillette from Bozeman is the sponsor of House Bill 544. I saw data within the interim budget committee that indicated that 99.9% of the abortions that taxpayers fund are under this next category, which is considered medically necessary. So it's reasonable to expect that we're going to start to define medically necessary and sort out what's medically necessary from not. There were no proponents of the bill and 11 opponents. Opponents said the bill would not only infringe on Montanans' right to privacy, but place people with time-sensitive medical emergencies related to their pregnancy in danger. Aileen Gleiser represented Blue Mountain Clinic, a family practice in Missoula that offers abortions. B544 allows reimbursement to physicians only, eliminating low-income Montanans' ability to access abortion care from essential and trusted advanced nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. It requires prior authorization and physical exams that delay care, increase costs, and suspend telehealth for Medicaid recipients across the state. Approximately one-third of Blue Mountain Clinic abortion patients receive health care coverage through Montana Medicaid. HB 544 harms these patients. It harms their health and it harms their family. The committee did not take immediate action on... 56th Street West, south of Nybauer. Pierce RV and Marine, Montana's premier RV dealer. Online at PierceRV.com. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, man, Jim in Great Falls. He must have known exactly what story I was referring to there when I said it's time to break out the air raid sirens for our listeners in Paradise Valley, Montana, south of Livingston. All right. Now, why are we breaking out the air raid sirens for our listeners in Paradise Valley, well, you guys remember Alec Baldwin? Remember uh, uh, the the movie Rust that he was filming? Uh, where uh, anyway, uh, apparently Alec Baldwin's movie uh, Rust, they're going to start filming once again. And they're going to resume the filming, uh, not in California or somewhere else, but right here in Paradise Valley, Montana. Rust producers said that the Indie Western will resume shooting at the Yellowstone Film Ranch in Montana. The film has been the focus of many lawsuits following the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins, who was shot and killed by a prop gun fired by Alec Baldwin. The production is eyeing a spring start. Several members of the original crew are returning, including director Joel Souza, who was shot and wounded in the October 21st incident. Baldwin and armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed have been charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter by the Santa Fe DA's office for the tragic incident. The first hearing in the matter is Friday. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that report from uh, Michelle Polino. She's always co- uh, covering Hollywood with a skeptical eye. So thanks uh, to her for that report. Yeah, Jim in Great Falls. I, I saw the one line from our producer, uh, Travis, here, and he says, hey, we got Jim in Great Falls on the line. He wants to talk about rust coming to Montana. Jim, what's your thoughts? Thanks for the call. 
this is just disgusting how many times Alec Baldwin said he would leave this country if his president didn't win. His president hasn't won numerous times, and he's still here. So why don't he just leave? But to go and bring rust up here, they're slowly taking the letters off of Hollywood signs up there and packing them up here and destroying this country, this state up here. And all our politicians, Democratic and Republican, all run on we need more businesses and more companies and more people to come in for better jobs. Where has any of this done Montana any good? I think we need to go the other way and figure out how we kind of slow the borders down. But to have Russ come up here with all the controversy that goes with that, all they're doing is playing on Yellowstone so that they can get more ratings and they can revive the show as Alec Baldwin. Well, he won't have a maximum of 20 years now. It'll be a maximum of 18 months if he has to if go to jail that. at all. Yeah, yeah. I, what a slap in the face. Where and I don't. I was trying to. Rec- is Alec Baldwin actually? I mean, he's, he's got to be coming here for this. Why is he even allowed to leave uh, the local area from wherever he is facing charges at? That judge should keep him on a short leash. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like he should be treated like every other criminal out there. But then again, I guess they let all these criminals back out onto the street. So Alec Baldwin, I guess, isn't getting special treatment from that stem. But here's Alec Baldwin, the guy who wants to take away our guns and our gun rights, now bringing his move to Montana, uh, where he literally killed a woman on set because he didn't even handle uh, the gun with basic common sense safety procedures. Yeah, and NBC News this morning, first thing they said, another gun violence portray so we need to get rid of guns when are people going to start taking responsibility for when they bump into a car at a parking lot oh i didn't do it i didn't do it it must have been somebody else take responsibility it's not the gun's fault it's the violent video games it's the parents that have to go and work both jobs because they bought so many toys that they can't pay for it as interest rates go to 21 percent let's take responsibility it's not the guns that are killing people it's kids killing people because of the peer pressures they can't fit in they there's not much opportunity out there for them. So the young kids are thinking, well, I don't fit in over here. I don't fit in. Well, why don't I try this transgender thing? Because they obviously don't have any biblical, spiritual, moral compass taught to them by their parents. And all these things are being dropped to teach these kids. And you wonder why they're killing themselves or killing others. They're why bullying why everything depression, else. suicide uh, risk, depression, everything uh, skyrocketing right now. Yeah, and Jim, I, I saw uh, the Great Falls Police Department on their Facebook page detailing where a a kid was shot uh well walking to school in great falls right and yeah you you bring up the grocery store you know yeah is isn't it isn't it just amazing how many people will leave the grocery cart literally just sitting out there in the middle of it's like oh you couldn't you couldn't walk four rows to put your grocery cart back. Oh, well, it's hard for me. Well, you just walked through the entire store pushing the cart around when it was full of groceries, but you couldn't return the empty cart back into the stall? You know what I'm saying? All right, Jim, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. Uh, Tim in Billings, uh, we had a caller earlier in the week to talk about the Convention of States. What did you want to share, Tim? Good morning, Aaron. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of torn on the Convention of States because I know the definition of the word unalienable so i believe that the government no no politician no bureaucrat no no person on this planet can take my unalienable rights from me which are you know stated throughout the constitution they're just they're just a affirmation of what already exists but um 
you look at the left, and they, they want to cancel people's speech. They want to take away our gun rights. They have absolutely zero respect for privacy. You know, they, they, they don't understand that they have no power to take those from us, but they because they continue to try. And, and uh, you know, as for the, the World Economic Forum, they hate our Constitution. They hate the fact that we recognize that we have those rights granted to us from God. We cannot be separated from them regardless of what they do. Which is why, they tried, which is why they tried to use COVID-19 to usher in their great reset uh, to strip these freedoms and these rights away and to undermine deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. MontanaAdvocates.com. That's MontanaAdvocates.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks. With Aaron Flint. All right, we do have our guest on the phone lines. Want to talk about this report from the World Economic Forum uh, predicting a catastrophic mutating event that will strike the world in two years. Uh, we'll talk with Jonathan Taylor here in just a second. But since he's on the phone lines, and maybe we'll talk with him more tomorrow uh, in this 8 o'clock hour of the show, but uh, Jesse Ramos, former Missoula City Council member, I, I got to get at least a very quick reaction from you. So KGVO Radio has a story. The Missoula mayor says he needs the state legislature's help to reduce property taxes. Boy, isn't that rich. <laughs> it is very rich. And it's, it's kind of sad, too, Aaron. It kind of reminds you of a gambling addict um, who says that, oh, man, I just need some more money. I just need a little bit more money, and I will win the jackpot. I'll achieve the utopia. That's really what it reminds me of, is that I, can't, I don't have the problem. I'm not spending too much. I just need more money. I just need a little bit more to, to keep putting it into into that big casino of life. Wow, that that is spot on. Yeah, because I saw the story and I'm like, wow, the liberal uh, city council, the liberal county commissioners, the the liberal mayors uh, that have been plaguing Missoula have constantly driven up property taxes, along with the the majority Democrat voters. They constantly drive up taxes. They constantly drive up property taxes. But now they're saying, oh, we need the state's help to lower property taxes. Uh, No, you can actually lower property taxes all on your own. You don't need any outside help. All right. Well, Jesse Ramos, um, I'm going to put you on hold. If you can link up with our producer, Travis, uh, he'll he'll chat with you here in just a second. Let's get you let's get you on the schedule for tomorrow right around the same time, because, uh, yeah, I think uh, this is something we got to expose here for sure. Uh, Meantime, you know, we've talked a lot about the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset and how these globalists are working to undermine the American economy uh, and really, uh, you know, uh, you know, take the power away from Main Street and put it in the hands of global governments and multinational corporations. But uh, this one stood out to me. Our friends at Fox News Radio uh, shared this story. The 2023 World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, uh, was filled with all sorts of predictions, uh, like uh, how companies will soon decode our brainwaves. Well, now they've got a report warning of a global catastrophic cyber event. Jonathan Taylor is a cybersecurity analyst and leads the TaylorMade Consulting Group. Jonathan, thanks for being with us here on Montana Talks. Thank you for having me here. Well, what's what's first off? Give us more background on what this World Economic Forum report is uh, is saying. Well, well, as everybody knows, you know, t- 
tensions between nations are at an all-time high. We've got, you know, Ukraine, Russia, the big obvious one. You've got Israel and Iran. You've got China, Taiwan. And here we are, America, right in the middle of all of this going on. And so what what, what we got is, is not just state and nation bad actors, but you've got criminal organizations and, and criminal networks and terrorist organizations, rather. And what they're trying to do is, is they're trying to, uh, uh, well, let me say there's a potential for them to uh, uh, get access to our power grids, our water system, our transportation network. We've seen over the last, you know, several years they've, they've been going after school systems and, 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 and hospitals and holding data hostage. And so we've got to be a little bit more uh, aware and get prepared for what could potentially happen in the next couple of years. So uh, apparently uh, this report from the World Economic Forum, their Global Security Outlook report, uh, says that 93% of cyber leaders and 86% of cyber business leaders believe that geopolitical instability makes a catastrophic cyber event likely in the next two years. Heck, I saw a headline in the last week where the U.S. military, where the Pentagon had an unsecure email server. Uh, it was a story involving our own Pentagon. And and then, you know, you, you talk about global instability. Earlier this morning on Fox News Radio, they had a soundbite from Joe Biden saying, well, I don't think there's going to be nuclear weapons used. Oh, you don't think? Uh, it doesn't sound very confident there. <laughs> you're, you're actually right. You know, the, the, the serious problem, though, Aaron, is that we, we, we're faced with a critical skills gap. And, you know, this is really what's threatening a lot of societies, you know, not just here, but globally. You think about the, if the U.S., like you said, is having those kind of issues, what are these smaller countries that really don't understand the tech doing? And so uh, uh, when you hear this mutating thing, it, it's really involving everybody because it's kind of like a virus. It hits one and then it kind of spreads. And so we've got to really close that critical skills gap and quit outsourcing those critical skills and really pay attention to, to education and make sure that all students have an opportunity to learn STEM, you know, that science, technology, engineering, and math, because that is what's going to prepare us for the future uh, 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 is really training up the next generation to understand this stuff. Yeah, cyber threats, I mean, you're right. You mentioned hospitals that have been attacked. We've had uh, hospitals here in our region uh, that, that have been hit by some of these cyber attacks, several other types of, of, of companies. And and then at the national level, we saw meat meatpacking plants uh, that were hit, right, yeah. uh, which is important for our cattle ranchers here in the state when something like that happened. We had a, a pipeline that was hit on the East Coast from the south all the way to the East Coast uh, that impacted the price of gasoline on the East Coast. And so... Yeah, the more dependent we become on all of these technologies, uh, the you know the the more uh, that threat is going to increase. I, I do always get very very concerned when I see the World Economic Forum highlighting, uh, even if it is a a significant concern. I always have to ask myself, well, what is the World Economic Forum's real agenda here? What are they really trying to push? Because they 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 never like to let any crisis go to waste. In fact, sometimes they make the crisis worse so that they can then usher in their great reset. You're absolutely right. You know, the manufacturers, they all want us to keep buying, so they always drop a new one. I mean, you know, they just change the number. It goes from an 8 to a 9 to a 10 to an 11, right? 
And so we just got to make sure that we, 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 we pay attention to the serious threats that are available. Here, here's a real number. You know, uh, they predict by 2025 that, that cybercrime will have ciphered $10.5 trillion out of the world economy. You know, that is huge. I think in 2015 it was like somewhere around 3 or $5 trillion. You know, that's the growth that, that this thing is doing. And, you know, we, we, we don't want to look at it as, as they're trying to fear us into something. I would say let's flip the narrative on them and, and get educated and fi- try to find ways that we can secure our devices, secure our networks with, with, with tight passwords. If we're using those wireless Wi-Fis, if you're logging in at a hotel or at a restaurant, you know, use a VPN. Make sure you purchase one of those so that you can hide some of this data. You know, Aaron, I, I, I'll say this. You know, we bring it home. We're bringing home work now. And so with intellectual property theft, you know, we've got to be careful that we're not using the same devices that we've got some of this 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 uh, uh, data on, because they may not be stealing what we're doing at our job, but if we're working at the water company, they can get in through us and really take over that whole thing and shut it down. And we really don't want that to happen. Yeah, and I'm the type too. It's you know, I know a lot of a lot of people. You know, we try to do everything on our own, and you know, especially if you know, even if you're a smaller business, you know, we've got folks like Parsec uh, here in Montana that they've got secure servers with multiple different backups, and so use somebody to make sure you're. Securing your information because they will they won't just go after the large companies they'll go after the smaller ones as well. Jonathan uh, Taylor, uh, cybersecurity uh, analyst, and then you've got uh, 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 Taylor Made Consulting. Thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate uh, you joining us here on Montana Talks. Thank you. You have a good evening. Oh, good morning. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the for the morning to be over, too. Well, actually, no, we're going to have some more fun taking phone calls here uh, uh, for a few, few uh, another hour and a half or so, and then, then we'll enjoy the uh, the evening. It will feel like evening time for us radio guys in, in an hour or two. All right, Jonathan Taylor, great to catch up with you. Thanks uh, thanks for your time. Uh, 294-0970, if you got something you want to share uh, here before we get to our next guest, talking about how John Tester, Joe Biden, and the Democrats are looking to weaken health care options for seniors. Uh, in the meantime, here's another Fox News report. Uh, I mentioned that story about uh, Alec Baldwin's movie, movie resuming, uh, resuming filming here in Montana. There's another Fox News radio story involving our nuclear missile silo locations here in Montana. Uh, we talked about this story when the news broke a couple of, of uh, a couple three weeks ago here, but now. Uh, the Air Force is expanding their investigation into our nuclear uh, missile silo facilities like here in Montana and p- potential linkages to cancer. A U.S. Space Force lieutenant colonel in Colorado recently revealed in a presentation that 36 personnel working with missiles at Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana have developed cancer in the past 26 years. Ten developed non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Eight of the 36 personnel have since died. Those who passed mostly worked at Malmstrom for a decade, ending in 2007. Now, Air Force Global Strike Command says they are going to review potential cancer cases linked to working at other missile silos at the F.E. Warren Air Force Base in Wyoming and the Minot Air Force Base in North Dakota. All right, so that was the latest from Jessica Rosenthal uh, with uh, Fox News Radio. All right, we've got about a minute to go before the break, and our next guest, State Senator Brad Molnar on the lines. Uh, Senator Molnar, great to hear from you. What do you want to share with our listeners? Uh, I had a bill up yesterday that took an interesting twist. The... Uh 
the bill basically would allow private schools, most most of which are Christian schools, to join the Montana High School Sports Association and, and play against public schools, and MHSA was against it. And one of their statements contradicted what they said on your station a little bit ago, which they said that because we favor gender equality and are required to do so by the federal government, we don't think those Christian schools would want to play in our league anyway. You could have knocked me over with a feather. Really? Wow. So, Straight up. So, so basically, yeah, you've got you've got uh, some of the folks in the public education community trying to block opportunities for for uh, Christian school kids or public or, or homeschool kids. If I if I heard you right, that's exactly correct. And it'll take a law to do it. They are firmly entrenched. Uh, the families to put their kids in private schools, Christian school, whatever it might be, pay taxes, same as everybody else. They're supporting the gyms, the yeah. coaches, the buses. No, you're exactly right. All right, hold that thought. I want to chat more with you during the break here as well. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Hey, uh, here in another 10 minutes or so, we'll, we'll open up the phone lines. If you got something you want to talk about here on Montana Talks, but we do have our, our next guest uh, now with us uh, here on the show. Uh, and so, but, but like I said, in, in another 10 minutes, hey, call back in, or if you want to call in now and, and, and stand by on the phone lines, you can stand by and we'll get to you uh, after our 8.50 break here. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. I, I talked more with with, uh, State Senator Brad Molnar out of Laurel uh, during the break there. And Senate Bill 306 is the bill that he was referencing, if you want to look it up on the Montana Legislature website. But, yeah, I mean, the bottom line is is this, what it, what it sounds like. If and, and, Brad, let me know if I, if I mischaracterize what you were telling me here. Is, so the legislature has already passed a law that says, hey, if there's a homeschool kid out there, if there's a private school kid out there and they don't have a sports team to play on well then if they live in that school district they can play on the public school sports teams so it's already in the law but but what what senator molnar says is that the is that the montana high school association the mhsa is pushing back and and not trying to implement this law and it sounds like they're basically religiously discriminating against uh, some of these kids and their parents in the process, based on, on what Senator Molnar had to say. Now, I'm open to hearing the other viewpoint from the MHSA themselves as well. But uh, that, to me, is, is uh, sounds like what the, the big picture that he was uh, communicating there. I know we only had a, sh- a short time with him there before we hit the break. And uh, But anyway, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll chat with uh, Senator Molnar more about that topic tomorrow as well. Uh, let's jump right into it here. We've got uh, joining us now on the program. We've got uh, Christine Grow, who is now with us here. And, uh, you know, really the big picture that that, you know, that I see here is we have seen, you know, just uh, the destruction of our great health care uh, opportunities here in America, you know, with Obamacare. And then, you know, what they did with their COVID shutdowns, their COVID lockdowns, et cetera. And so I, I think we're, we're going to continue to see a pattern where Joe Biden and John Tester are constantly trying to, 
decrease your health care options, take away your health care opportunities. Well, Christine Groh is with the Coalition for Medicare Choices. Christine, great to have you here on Montana Talks. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me today. So it was interesting, uh, you know, the big news in Montana this week, one of the big stories was that uh, liberal Senator John Tester announced that he is running for reelection. And I- I've seen that uh, national Republicans are already targeting John Tester for what he has already done to try to weaken health care options, especially for our senior citizens. Well, so uh, I represent the Coalition for Medicare Choices, which is Americans who purchase and choose Medicare Advantage plans. These are plans that are through a public-private partnership between the federal government and health insurance providers that provide better services, better access to care, and better value. I have to say that um, both Senators Gaines and Tester recently signed on to a letter to the administration that says that Medicare Advantage should be protected. That's a really important message right now because we are very concerned about some cuts that the administration is considering, and we do think that Medicare Advantage needs to be protected. Yeah, and oftentimes we'll hear politicians say they support something, they'll sign off on a letter, but then when push comes to shove, it's kind of like the Keystone XL pipeline where, oh, I support the pipeline, but when the vote really comes down to the wire, well, like what we saw with Chuck Schumer, uh, we had uh, John Tester and Joe Manchin vote against uh, the Keystone XL pipeline. So how do we uh, hold our, uh, you know, our elected officials' feet to the fire to ensure that they don't take away some of these uh, options and opportunities for our senior citizens? Well, as I mentioned, Senators Danes and Tester are on the record for protecting Medicare Advantage because it does provide more choices and better value. Uh, we do think that we need more people in the administration and the White House to hear from seniors today uh, about how important Medicare Advantage is uh, for uh, their coverage and care. Um, you know, seniors are clear, and we have a new poll that we released just uh, in the past hour um, where seniors are very worried about any potential funding cuts to Medicare Advantage. Um, they think the program needs to be protected. This program has strong bipartisan support historically. Um, so we want seniors to reach out to say, you know, don't cut Medicare Advantage. This, this is a problem. What are the biggest selling points for Medicare Advantage from your standpoint? There are a lot of uh, additional benefits Medicare Advantage offers. It covers everything that original Medicare does plus so much more. The vast, vast majority of Medicare Advantage plans include things like coverage for preventive care services. So this is your vaccines and, and well visits. It covers dental, vision, and hearing benefits, uh, as well as prescription drug coverage. A lot of these plans do offer coverage for these additional services. These plans help to coordinate care. So if you're managing a chronic health condition or you have a particular illness that you need help managing, um, a lot of these plans offer programs to help you with those chronic conditions. Uh, and it, it just provides greater financial stability um, to provide you with uh, lower costs for your health care overall. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, too, because uh, what do you figure? There's about 30 million Americans that rely on Medicare Advantage right now uh, to have something in, in addition. But, you know, more and more uh, baby boomers that are ret- retiring all the time, uh, that, that number is only going to expand, I'd imagine, here in the coming years. 
That's exactly right. More than 30 million seniors and people with disability are choosing Medicare Advantage today, and that's nearly half of all of those eligible across America. In Montana, it's about 56,000 residents who are choosing Medicare Advantage. Um, so that is a really important option for people. It continues to gain you know, more enrollees every single year. And what we also find is um, nearly 4 million rural Americans are served by Medicare Advantage, uh, and 57% of enrollees for Medicare Advantage are women, uh, and 40% of enrollees make less than $25,000 a year. So for these folks who really deserve good access to their health care, Medicare Advantage is a really important choice for them. Well, and I, I, th- I think my friend uh, Chuck Deneau made a good point here as well. Uh, he's, uh, you know, covering a lot of these issues in the state capitol in Helena as well. And, and he pointed out that Senator Daines from Montana has been a big advocate of the program. And the way they see it is this offers more comprehensive care, but also costs taxpayers uh, far less uh, than the traditional program as well. So uh, so is, is this week kind of the, the most important time to contact uh, these lawmakers about uh, Medicare Advantage? Is it, is it coming down to a crunch right now, or, or is this just kind of an ongoing battle? Yes, this is a very important time. Um, right now is the time to reach out to the administration to say that Medicare Advantage should be protected. The federal government right now is making funding decisions for how they're going to support Medicare Advantage in 2024. Um, So we are urging seniors and people with disabilities who choose Medicare Advantage to reach out um, to let the White House know how important that is. We actually have resources on our website, which can be found at medicarechoices.org. Um, that will help people reach out to to their lawmakers and to the administration to let them know just how important Medicare Advantage is. All right. Well, Christine Grill, great to have you on the show this morning. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Great to have you on the show. Uh, yeah, you know, talking about uh, options being available for senior citizens in particular. You know, I was uh, talking with somebody yesterday, and uh, yeah, I'm about to retire. Three more years, and three more years, and then I'm retired. And I said, well, keep taking care of yourself so that you can enjoy those retirement years, right? And because that's what I hear from uh, from some of our, our friends who are uh, up there in their retirement years. It's like, oh, you know, you you finally get to that point, you retire, you're you're able to start enjoying more things in life but then you know you got back pain or knee pain or you know achy joints and you're not able to go in and do all the things that you wanted to do by the time you finally retired well hey let me tell you about another option that is now available for you on the ground here in montana qc kinetics Professional athletes have been using them for years. They've got over 100 clinics all across America, but they're now on the ground here in Montana. What they do is they specialize in, and they're the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, where they basically use the healing properties from your own body highly concentrated and then they place that directly into your achy joints what they want to do is they want you they want to get you moving again without the pain without surgery without the meds call qc kinetics now get a free consultation 406-201-6263 406-201-6263 for qc kinetics all right quick break here on montana talks if you got something you want to talk about we'll have a uh, quick segment here after the break and then in the nine o'clock hour speaker of the house 
Uh, Matt Regeer uh, joins us for our weekly legislative update. We'll try to sneak in some more phone calls later on in the 9 o'clock hour as well. 294-0970 if you want to jump in on the conversation. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. I don't think it's a terrible idea to give more power back to the states. And then Americans would probably choose in greater numbers. We see a mass migration now. Florida's taking in nearly a thousand new residents a day. New York and California are losing about a thousand residents a day, in large part because of governance and how bad it is and high taxes and burdensome regulation. And and people are leaving with their wallets and their feet and they're moving to Texas, they're moving to Florida, they're moving to Tennessee. They're moving to the Carolinas in, in bigger and bigger numbers. It's it, the national divorce would be, you know, taking away the, the power of the federal government, limiting that power, and giving more power to the states to decide. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. I want to remind you about something that you wouldn't think could happen, but it can, and it's people can steal your home. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real. It's horrendous, but it's real, and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you but Home Title Lock does. They want to give you an absolutely free, no obligation, uh, verification that your home is still in your name. You register for 30 days of protection for free. Just go to Home Title Lock. 844-ZELJANS. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios. Trusted by the Northwest. Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Holy cow, this was not the story I was uh, thinking of talking about here after the break. I was just uh, scanning through uh, some of the other Fox News radio headlines here this morning. COVID supplies. uh, Why are we still in a COVID emergency in parts of the country? Why are they still forcing our our fine folks at the VA healthcare clinics to have to wear these stupid masks? Why are we still in a COVID emergency? Remember when Joe Biden was asked about the COVID emergency and then he 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 goes and and gets right in the face of that woman and holds her hand underneath the umbrella. Yeah, uh, pretty obvious we're not in an emergency if Joe Biden, 80 years old, is getting right in the face of, of somebody else like that. But anyway, check this story out. New York City has sold nearly $225 million worth of COVID medical equipment and safety gear. $225 million worth of COVID medical equipment and safety gear. They've sold it all. They put it all up for auction. I thought we're still in an emergency, according to Joe Biden. Why is New York City selling all of their COVID gear and uh, safety gear and medical equipment. Must be because it's so valuable, right? Because we're still in an emergency. There's people demanding to have access to this COVID medical equipment and safety gear. 
$225 million. Guess how much they'd sold for at auction? You've got baseball cards that are worth more than this $225 million in COVID equipment. All of the $225 million worth of New York City COVID equipment and safety gear, guess how much it sold for? $500,000. $500,000. Wow. Which reminds me of another story here. Uh, President Donald Trump was in Palestine, Ohio yesterday, bringing clean water, bringing uh, cleaning supplies. And, of course, uh, you know, MSNBC was complaining that he was bringing clean water. They were mad that he brought Trump water to East Palestine, Ohio. That's what made them mad, not the fact that people in East Palestine, Ohio, might be coughing up blood because of the environmental disaster. No, they're mad because Donald Trump brought clean Trump water to Palestine, Ohio. Uh, uh, President Trump, while he was also on the ground in Ohio, where the locals were ticked off about the fact that uh, the current president of the United States has been ignoring them while giving all this money to all these other countries. Check out what President Donald Trump had to say about aid to Ukraine. We're now at $117 billion, and as you probably know, Europe, when you add it all up, is at about $10 billion. That's a big difference, wouldn't you say? That's one of the things that gets me, because they're at it again. They're very good negotiators, those people in Europe. Yeah, wow. I knew that the U.S. was paying more than all of Europe combined in Ukraine, but I didn't know just how much more. $110 billion worth spending, $10 billion all of Europe combined is spending. Uh, if they actually cared about Ukraine, they would be spending more, wouldn't they? Let's go to Jolene in Belgrade. Uh, Jolene, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? We've got about a minute or so to go. Hey, Eric. Thanks. Good morning. I just wanted to encourage your listeners to support Senate Bill 390. This is a school choice bill that actually talks about an education savings account. It has a lot of sponsors on it. But the committee is made of 11 people, four of which are on the bill as sponsors. I'm not sure how the other folks on the committee are going to, you know, react to this. So it would be great to get some support and some messaging going on. The uh, committee is meeting tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Okay, great. And that's Senate Bill 390 if people want to look up the details on the uh, state legislature website there as well. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jolene. Yeah, thanks for calling in. And uh, that's a a nice... Uh, uh, set up here uh, for what's coming up in the 9 o'clock hour. We've got Speaker of the House uh, Matt Regeer kicking off the 9 o'clock hour for the show with our weekly legislative update. And uh, uh, the past few Thursdays, he's had time to take your phone calls as well. So if we've got the time once again today, we'll, uh, we'll sneak your phone calls into that conversation as well. The show where you get to talk, Montana Talk.